And y'all just bow your heads or stand up or open your eyes, however you want to pray. Let's go to the Lord in prayer a minute. Father, we thank you, Lord, this morning that, Lord, your word has come today and, God, that your word is delivered and, Lord, your will shall be done. Lord, I thank you for each one of these souls that had made the trip down here to this place today. Father, this, this gathering place that, God, you have assigned us to come to be together in belief, Father God, that the Lord is your word. Because, Lord, your word says that we should assemble ourselves together in like faith to lift up your name. And, Father, we thank you today that there is healing. Father, we thank you today that there is deliverance. We thank you today, Father God, there is freedom of love and choice in your house and in your people, Father God. God, I thank you for those that are set free today. And, Lord, I pray today, Father God, for the anointing to come to tear down the walls and bondages of sin, Father God, that, God, there shall be no more of that in their lives. And I thank you for their obedience to get up on this Sunday morning with all the stuff that goes on in this old world, Lord God, that, God, they're obedient to that which is the call of the Lord in their life. And with that, beloved, let's say in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. I uh, told some of them through the week and spoke with some of them last night. Every once in a while, God does this thing to me. I'll get all prepared up, Brother Keith, and I got this thing all rehearsed just down to the T, you know, and God says, put them brakes on, boy. We ain't going there. But guess what? He hadn't done that to me today, praise God. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I thought he was going to do that to me several times, but... What I'm going to do is, is talk to you a little bit this morning. How many of you have ever went out and bought a brand new cell phone? You know, just how to work that thing. Go buy a brand new computer. I know how to put it together, don't I? Come on, Seth. We know how to do that thing, don't we? Yeah, buddy. Or uh, I've been a carpenter so long. I can saw that thing without throwing a square on it or doing it. That's square, man. Look at that. That's square. Yeah. We know about that, don't we, Daddy? We've done it. We've tore it down. Couldn't put it back together again. Have five parts left over. Come on. I mean, it, it, it works. But what I'm saying, you know, when there's a book laying over here and you look at it and you go, well, oh my gosh, part A goes to part B and part C fits back over here to part B. How many of us is guilty of doing that? I'm the first one, man. I don't go to the book of instructions. I don't look at it. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning. When everything else fails, go to the book instructions. Lord put this on my heart some, I don't know, probably a month or more ago. And I was in service in here on a Sunday morning of all things, you know. And God says, people don't follow the word. They don't follow the instruction. They don't adhere to what's written in my book from Genesis to Revelation. And y'all, in this book, there's 800,000 words in this book. Over 800,000. That's a lot of instruction, isn't it? Well, let me ask you this. How can we retain that? Anybody got an answer to that? Go to John 14 and 26. Who can go there first and read that for me? That's an answer. That's an instruction. I like for you to get involved. I like for you to turn them pages. I love to hear them flying because I know you're digging. Go ahead and read it out. 
14 and 26. Read that last sentence. That all things I have said to you. Okay, that's A-L-L, isn't it, Kim? Yeah, all. And I begin to look at that, and I've heard a lot of people say A-L-L, and it's three letters in that word. But it's the biggest word in the Bible. It, it goes from alpha to omega. It goes from beginning to end, all. We have that power to remember everything that's written in the Word of God. And the more we get in us, the more that's going to come out of us. More and more and more. Y'all say it with me. Say, I can do all things through Christ Jesus. And all things can be brought to remembrance through the Holy Spirit. Do you believe that this morning? Do you believe that? Y'all don't sound like you believe it to me. I mean, do you believe it? Do you believe it enough to stand up and shout and say, Praise God, I believe this thing that has come forth in me. I believe it. You know, I get up here and I act crazy for the Lord and I don't care. It don't bother me because God says, Hey, I'll stand you where I want you. I'll put you where I want you. And I'll open your mouth and you'll speak what I tell you to speak. That's a big order for me because I took pride one time in my life knowing I had everything in order and I could lie to everybody and cheat and steal and do just what I wanted to. But God said, no, 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 no. Can't do that no more, brother. Can't do that. You know, as we go back and we go to the book of Exodus when the children of Israel came out of bondage, Moses had to go up to the mountains twice to get it right, you know, had to go back to back fast 40 days at a time. I'm talking about 80 days of fasting, y'all. He might have got one meal in between that one day. But it said he went up for 40 days, no food, no drink. Come down, boy, they were sinning down there. He got mad and he threw that Ten Commandments down. Had to go right back up the hill, get it again. Another 40 days up there. He come back down. First instruction. Who knows the first instruction in the Bible? Thou shalt have no other gods before thee. Who knows the last one? There you go. Thou shalt not covet. What does that mean? Come on, dude. That's it. You got a $2 million house. I love your house, sister. I want your house. That's coveting. There's an instruction not to do that. But how many of us do it? I've done it. I bet you before the day's over, before the sun sets, James will commit that again. And I guarantee you, probably 70% of you that's sitting in here will do the same thing I've done. You'll covet before the sun goes down today. We don't, we don't take it for granted what God's Word says. We just kind of look at it and go on about it, but we are to take it for granted. We're supposed to live by it, breathe by it. That's what we eat, sleep, and breathe is the Word of God. It's a more sure word of instruction. If you can't go out and get prophetic words, then quit going and getting them. Go to the Bible. 
Right here is the instruction you need. It'll tell you, I went to the cross for you. I died for you. I give my only son for you. He shed his blood for you. Come sup with me. Then there are instructions. Instruction after instruction after instruction. I brought my notes. Hadn't even looked at them. Sometimes we need them. Sometimes we don't. There's too much to remember in this book. And I've tried many times to remember it. And I said, man, I can't do that. I cannot do that. And I was speaking something out of my mouth that was negative. And again, I'll go back to John 14 and 26. Everything can be brought to remembrance. How how do we bring something to remembrance? Anybody got an idea? There you go. What, What else? There's another way, too. know it see I want y'all involved man if, if you don't get involved you don't speak up you ain't gonna get nowhere with it right there he sure did there you go mm-hmm. well if we'll go 1500 years into the future Jesus said ask seek and knock. The book lines up with itself. If you get a word, if I give Heidi a word, it don't line up with this right here. You can take that word, wad it up, throw it over in the garbage can, and go away with it. It's not even worth the breath it took to come out of my mouth to speak it to her. It's got to line up with the word. Anything we do has got to line up with the word of God. I'm not trying to dazzle you with brilliance this morning or flash you down with a big old flashy sermon because we've heard a lot of sermons, haven't we? I just want to bring you a message that's on my heart that I feel like the Holy Spirit's laid here that God's speaking to you. Because I don't want to preach your ears off, you know. I don't want to do that. I bet y'all heard enough sermons in here for... Lord, I don't know. I know I have. I love God, though. I love Jesus Christ and I love the Holy Spirit. There's so many different places to go in the instruction in the Word of God. I mean, there's, there's book after book after book, chapter after chapter, line after line. Somebody go to Matthew 7 and 7 and somebody go to Luke 11 and 9. When you get there, just say, Amen. All right, that first amen out there, read Matthew 7 and 7. Okay, who's over at Luke 11 and 9? Anybody over at Luke 11 and 9 yet? Go ahead and read it, brother. That must be pretty important. It was told to Joshua. Jesus gave that same instruction out, didn't he? You know, just about everything that Jesus taught and said was taught and said over in the Old Testament. If not once, but twice. If not twice, but three times. Why do they keep repeating it? Because we don't get it. Plain, flat, and simple. We don't get it, brothers and sisters. 
We have a stiff neck, hard head. Soles of our feet are flat sometimes because we don't run. I could go places with that, but I'm not here to run off on that trail this morning. Knock and it shall be opened. I knocked on some doors that I shouldn't have knocked on. I asked for some things in my life that I shouldn't have asked for. I'm pretty sure we've all done that. I got into the world and I sought things in the world that I shouldn't have been seeking. I shouldn't have been out there doing that. And I know we've all been there. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Amen. Amen. You know, this this reminds me, I, I drove trucks for 22 years. Let me just go ahead and say it like this. I could get lost. You, man, you could send me out on that 18-wheeler and I could get so turned around it was not funny. I could get lost. Any of y'all ever got lost? Well, back in the day, Brother Jim drove them for 30 years. My daddy, he drove them back in the 60s. Didn't have a GPS. <laughs> they didn't have them. They had a thing called a road atlas. Well, you know what? I learned how to read that road atlas. Because I wound up on a few little old roads that was so narrow I had to fold the mirrors in on that 18-wheeler. Yeah. But you know, as as time went on, as 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 I began to be multiplied with wisdom and knowledge in how to operate an eighteen wheeler, how to conduct myself as a professional driver, I learned to retain more and more of what was in the Atlas. I'm telling you, there was times in my life when I was on the road. I could leave Jessup, Georgia and never pick the atlas up in two to three weeks because I knew exactly where I was going. I knew exactly the circumstances I was getting into, the traffic, the conditions, the time. See, we got to get that much of the Word in us. we got to get that much of instruction in us that we know when we get in trouble we can go, Hey, 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 here it is. Here's my answer right here. I got to cut over here and come across over here, and I got to go down this way. Yeah, God, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it, Lord. And the Lord to say, You sure you got it? I've heard that word many, many times. You sure you got it, son? And I'll say, Yeah, Lord, I'm sure I got it. He'll say, Well, let's try it out. Next morning, I'll get up. And I won't get dressed properly. You know, there's instruction in the Bible to even tell you how to get dressed. I'm going to take these glasses off because I ain't even looked at these in. If I go to the shower, when I get out and I get dried off, one of the first things I do is I gird myself on with my undergarments. I put them on. Ephesians 6 and 6 says, gird your loins with the truth. These are instructions. These are basic instructions that I'm going with this morning. Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. Get it right. The next thing I do is I don't follow it just like it is in the Bible because I like to put my shirt on. I've got my pants on, okay? I've got my little boy drawers on. And when I put my breastplate of righteousness on, 
I have availed much because those prayers, the Word says that they avail much. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready, man. I'm getting ready. And the next thing I do, I'll come over here. Yep, there's my shoes right there. I put on my left shoe and I put on my right shoe. I'm prepared in the gospel, Heidi. I'm getting grounded and rooted in something that's not going to ever leave me, Brother Dan. It's never going to leave me, never depart me. Next thing I do is I walk over there and I put a hat on before I go out the door. I make sure. I like my hats now. I love my helmet of salvation. My helmet of salvation, it protects my mode of thinking. It protects my eyes. It protects my hearing. It gives me a sense of knowing that I'm covered. Who's right-handed and who's left-handed? I'm right-handed. Whichever hand you use, you walk over there with that hand. If I'm left-handed, I grab my shield. I put my faith on. Basic instructions. It's extinguished. I don't care what come against you. I don't care what was thrown at you. The Word says that it will extinguish every fiery dart that has been launched at you by the enemy. And then I pick up my sword. That's the Word of God. Word of God. It's a double-edged sword. It cuts going in, brother, and it cuts coming out. Just think, it's going in when it comes out, it heals. Hallelujah. That's Jesus Christ in your life. That's Jesus cutting the scars out of your life. How many of you have been cut and got nasty scars on your hands? On your body somewhere? Did you know that God can even take the scars off your body? He'll even, he'll even heal the scars in your life. He'll take it out of you. He'll take it away from you. That's leaving something behind and never having to deal with it again. Never having to deal with it again. And you know, we just don't stop with that sword of faith because the next thing Brother said, he says, pray. 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 Brother Wayne, pray. My brother called me this morning. He says, I got up and you was on my mind this morning. I'm praying for you. I pray for you. I pray for you. I pray for you. I pray for the Holy Word of God to be instilled in you that when you go out into the highways and the byways, as it's been said, that you will compel them to come in. You will have the Word of God loosed from out of your bones and carried into the community. See, I have a desire to see these things done in my life. I have a desire for the instructions to be so prevalent in my life that I'm a walking Ticking time bomb for God. Boom. 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 Got the word. Got the answer right there. Anytime. 24 hours a day. After all, it says what? Be instant in season and out of season. What does that mean? That's it. Let me, let me, let me run this by you. How many of you have ever been in a church where somebody says, well, sister or brother so-and-so, would you come up here and bring us word? And they'll say... Oh, I don't have nothing prepared today. I've heard that quite a few times in my life. 
I've also heard somebody say this too. Lord, if you don't show up, I'm going to sit down. But did you know what? He was obedient, was he not? He was obedient. And obedience, it goes above everything else in the Word of God because the Word of God says, He who is obedient. He who is obedient. There's been times that I sat right over there on that chair and the Lord's told me to get up and do something absolutely goofy and I wouldn't do it and I'd sit there. Or get up and say something absolutely just totally off the wall. I'd sit there, man, I, I said, I don't want to say that. I don't want to do that, God. I don't want to get up and dance in front of them people. I don't want to get up and say that. And did you know my whole next week what it was like? I thought I was in here by myself there for a minute. <laughs> you know? The Lord loves us. He, he even says, let's stay in Ephesians just a minute, all right? In Ephesians, it gives us the code for our children, for our marriage. Instruction after instruction after instruction. Men, it tells us how to treat our wife, don't it? It says to love your wife. Women, did it say that to y'all loved men? I ain't found it in there. Excuse my English, but I ain't found it. It says honor him. didn't say nothing about love him. But I guarantee you one thing. You get your castle in order. You put provisions in that castle. You got electricity. You got food on the table. Your babies is closed. Hallelujah. You got an automobile in your parking lot. You got gas in the tank. And you got money in the bank. And you got faith in your heart. Your wife is the queen of your castle. Come on. And you got mama happy. A lot of things stay happy. Come on. When mama's happy. That's right. Keep mama happy. Rule number one. Yeah. Glory to God. Come on, say it with me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, there's, there's a release in here today because some of you is having fun and, and some of you is letting go this morning, you know, because it's all about having a good time in the Lord. It's all about following the instruction of God because Jesus laughed. Mm -hmm. He wasn't a stick in the mud. He wasn't some old light pole stuck up beside the highway. Thus saith the Lord. He didn't do that all the time. He said, I love you. Well, guess what, wives? Men, while we in Ephesians, tells us how to treat our children. It says, provoke them not. Love them. Honor them. Raise them up in the ways of the Lord. And if our kids are in here, some of your kids, I'm, a, I'm still a kid. Here I am, Daddy. Here I am, Daddy, Mom. Honor your father and mother. Honor. Honor. And from Genesis to Revelation, the Word lets me know about honor. Honor, honor, honor. Who do you honor in your life? Who's number one on your list? My daddy. And then it's my Lord Jesus. And then it's the Holy Spirit because they're all in one. Mm. 
And you know something? I brought myself to a place that I honor my brother that's called to the head of this house. I honor my elders. I honor our teams as they come and they worship. I honor our dance teams. We've got to all put it in perspective. we all got to have this instruction in our life. When everything else fails, read the instructions. Read them. 800,000 words. Read them. You don't have to start over here in Genesis and read all the way back over to Revelation. You can start in Hosea. Read Hosea. Hallelujah. One of them, them uh, uh, bigots, man. <laughs> bigot, 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 bigot. I read, I'm like, oh, man. But you know, there's something even in the bigots. There's instruction into that, too. I couldn't quite get it for many, many years what the instruction into begot was, but it's the lineage. Lineage. DNA. Who we are. Where we come from. Where we're headed to. I don't know about y'all. I'm headed that way. I'm headed up and out. I'm just passing through here. After all, the Word says there's instructions into that. I'm just passing through. Matthew 6 and 9. We even get instructions into how to pray. Who wants to read the Lord's Prayer for me? I'm even going to give you the mic to read it. There's a lot in it. Who's going to get there first, Jim or Jay? <laughs> I don't know in the day because it's like 1,000 11, something other. Six and nine, Lord's Prayer. Hypocrites. I'm in the wrong one then. Let me look at my notes. I told you the wrong verse, y'all. See, I get it wrong all the time sometimes. Yeah, it's in Luke 11 there. Y'all excuse me. Matthew 6 and 9. Try Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 there. That's the Lord's Prayer. It should be the Lord's Prayer. He was off a half a page. Well, read that. Read that there. I, ain't got, I hadn't got my, the whole deal. Yeah. And when... starts there at verse 9. Yeah, okay. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil, from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. And I say amen, too.
instructions into how to pray. You know, I, just like now, this little bit of confusion that was here. We don't get it right seven days a week, 24 hours a day. I don't care who we are. I'm the first one to stand up here before you and say, if I got something wrong, I make it wrong, I'm going to be man enough to walk up to you and I'm going to say, Missy, I got it wrong, sister. Daddy, I got it wrong. Brother Wayne, I got it wrong. But if I'm right, I'm not going to go up to you either and say, goody, goody, goody. I'm not going to do that. Because there's the instructions even how to carry ourselves. Be slow. Come on, man. Brother Keith talked about it the other day. Oh, we don't never get in a hurry around here. I believe it. Some of y'all in here believe that? I believe it, brother. We don't get in a hurry around here. We don't. Because the Word says not to get in a hurry, Brother Jim. It says be slow to speak, don't it? Be still and know that I am God. Y'all say that with me. Be still and know that I am God. I talked to my brother a few years ago, and I can't remember totally what the whole conversation was about. But we got to talking about doing things out of the will of the Lord or trying to get up and get out in front of God. And I had this visual image of this little boy with his little red wagon, you know. He get back there and he sat in that wagon, you know. He says, this daggum wagon won't go, man. What is wrong with it? The Lord said, just sit there. God, I, I don't want to sit here in this wagon. It ain't going nowhere. Just sit there. He said, no, I'm going to get out and pull this wagon. How many of us ever got out of our little red wagon and got out there in front of God and hooked a horse to the cart and started pulling our own wagon and didn't let the Holy Spirit pull that wagon for us? I'm guilty. Number one, I'm guilty. How many of us let dust get on our instruction book? Y'all know what? (laughs) Missy, I'm guilty. I had dust off my dakes this morning before I come over here. I am telling you the truth. Cheryl says, you got dust on the Bible. I said, oh, God, forgive me. I did. Is it a sin? Is it a sin to do that? If we know we're supposed to do it, is it a sin, Brother Wayne? Instruction, 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 instruction. When everything else fails... Read the instructions. Go ahead, brother. Amen. I, I, I agree. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You got that so right. 
You got that so right. And, and, and you know, there's instruction even that we're to go one to each other and seek godly counsel and wisdom in those among us. And it said also, know the fruit of them who labor among you. What's some of our fruit in this house? Is it evident? Can we see the fruit coming out of these people? Do we know what's coming out of those folks? Hello. Instruction. Instruction. And a lot of people will look at me and says, get on out of here and leave me alone. And I say, hey, don't blame me. This is the Word of God. This is the Word of God. I'm not... I'm not trying to trample your parade here, you know, or put out your lights or turn your electricity off. That's the Word of God. If we don't adhere to this instruction manual, it's it's worthless. Come on. That's it. That's it. You know, I love each one of you this morning. And I, I just know that you want to get rid of something this morning. You, you don't have to come up here and grab a hold of me or make me lay my hands on you or whatever. It's an altar right here. It's a seat where you're sitting. There's an aisle right there. There's plenty of carpet space right here, like the brother said on the CD this morning. There's plenty of that in here. I'm not here to wear you out all day long by trying to talk to you because when I'm through, I'm through, man, you know. You got anything on your heart you want to talk about? There's plenty of brothers and sisters in this house. There's plenty of us in here to love you because it's about the kingdom. And that Lord's Prayer, Jay, it says, Thy kingdom come. It's not all about Brother Keith. It's not all about Sister Janie. It's about the kingdom, y'all. Thy kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as is in heaven. How are we going to do that? If we don't love each other, listen to each other, help each other, give each other advice, live by this word, this absolute more sure word. 